Good morning and Happy New Year to you. Today we keep the Feast of the Epiphany. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Blessed are you, Sovereign God, King of the Nations. To you be praise and glory forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. As the sun of righteousness dawns in our hearts, anoint our lips with the seal of your Spirit, that we may witness to your gospel and sing your praise in all the earth. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, You alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Collect for the Epiphany O God, 
who by the leading of a star manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth, mercifully grant that we who know you now by faith may at last behold your glory face to face. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The grace of God has dawned upon the world through our Saviour Jesus Christ, who sacrificed himself for us to purify a people as his own. So let us confess our sins and ask God's forgiveness. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Let us listen to our epistle reading. The epistle is taken from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 3. This is the reason that I, Paul, am a prisoner for Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles. For surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given to me for you, and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I wrote above in a few words a reading of which will enable you to perceive my understanding of the mystery of Christ. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus through the Gospel. Of this gospel I have become a servant according to the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. Although I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring to the Gentiles the news of the boundless riches of Christ and to make everyone see what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things, so that through the church the wisdom of God in its rich variety might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was in accordance with the eternal purpose that he has carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have access to God in boldness and confidence through faith in him. This is the word of the Lord. We sing our second hymn. 
Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Christ was revealed in flesh, proclaimed among the nations, and believed in throughout the world. Alleluia. Hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Bethlehem asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all of Jerusalem with him and calling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is the shepherd, my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at his rising, until it stopped 
over the place where the child was. When they saw the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Epiphany, the arrival of the wise men. Epiphany means revealed, made manifest, brought to light. The Magi were not Jewish. They were outsiders and did not belong to the God of Abraham, Moses and David. The point that Matthew is making in his Gospel is that the revelation of God is not restricted. Everyone from wherever is invited to behold, understand and get to know the Saviour of all humanity. Yet somehow, although we are all invited to meet God, many of us find it hard to find him. The fact is that God is fundamentally hidden. He cannot be found or uncovered by any normal means. Scientific research cannot reveal God, nor can forensic investigation, philosophical debate or legal inquiry, whatever method we employ to get at the truth. We can, however, ascertain with certainty that, first, Jesus' followers at the time believed he was the Son of God and called him Emmanuel, God with us, and secondly, there are many people living today, even in this first week of 2021, with all that is happening around us, who have a genuine faith and who glow with the wonder of the love of God. But we cannot prove that God was in Christ, or indeed that God exists at all. Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy are lovely stories that give children pleasure, Children try to continue to believe in fairies to ensure that they all stay alive because, as we know, whenever anyone says they don't believe in fairies, another one dies. Are we children at heart who simply want the fairy story of Jesus to come true, warding off doubts at all costs because we know they undermine people's happiness? Even to try would be a silly idea because we know people would see through it. How many of us ever believed in the Tooth Fairy? And yet, for some reason, intelligent, grown-up and wise people still believe in Jesus. Why? How can they believe? We believe not because we have worked it out or are victims of wishful thinking. We believe because God has been revealed to us. No matter what argument is put forward, Christians will claim that, fundamentally, they believe because God is in their hearts, or words to that effect. It is difficult to put it into words. An old chorus goes, He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. In 1988, a carbon dating test on the Turin Shroud raised serious doubts on its age. It dated the cloth as medieval. 
The holy shroud in the cathedral in Turin is purported to have been the linen cloth that had been used at the burial of the crucified Jesus and bore an image of his face imprinted on it. At a meeting that same day in 1988, someone challenged me. How could I continue to believe in God when so much evidence for Christianity proved fake? Not only the Turin shroud, but the Christmas stories were undoubtedly on historical myths. As a professional Christian, I got my living from peddling a deception. When would I be honest? The thing is that my faith, of course, has never been based on the authenticity of the Holy Shroud or the historical accuracy of Scripture, but the knowledge of the one who shares my life. I know I am loved. I know the love of God in my heart. I just know. The good news of God in Christ is for everyone, but as it is unprovable, unsurprisingly, many do not know it. Parents will tell you that you can bring up your children in an environment of faith, but they still have to discover faith for themselves. The penny, so to speak, has to drop in their own minds and hearts. They still need God to reveal himself to them, for them to believe. Is it then all a matter of luck? Is it that some will happen on revelation, see the vision, while others just don't? No, there is more to it than chance. We humans have more to say in it than it would appear. There is nothing to stop us taking the initiative, nothing preventing us asking God to reveal himself if he is there. The truth is that the more we read the scriptures, the more we become aware that that is not just what we may do, but what we are required to do. One of the key verses in the Gospels is Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. We are to ask. It is we who have to begin the two-way communication and say, Lord, if you're out there, I'm willing for you to come in. If you lack faith and desire it, then ask. If you want answers, search. If you feel you are looking in from the outside, knock. You have nothing to lose. The first time I prayed, I felt silly but I found a place where I was on my own and where no one could laugh at me. I really had nothing to lose. I began with nothing. The worst thing that could happen is what I would end up with was nothing. The possibility of receiving an answer makes the embarrassment of taking the initiative worthwhile. And don't just ask once. Persist for a season. For most, revelation is not a blinding light, it is a gradual process. We don't have to be good at asking. Words are not important. God is not going to mark the grammar or expect anything churchy. In fact, he just wants us to grunt in our own way, be ourselves. It was when I was about to give up trying that I began to realise that I couldn't because it was working things were beginning to fall into place. Life was better than it had been. A gulf was opening up between the place I had been 
and the life of faith I was now leading. Finally, we need to remember that faith takes each of us into a variety of directions. It's different for all of us. Some of it will be more visible to others, much will be private. We are not all called to follow a star. We do not all have precious gifts to offer or come from afar. We are who we are, as God made us, and God meets us there. And to each of us he says the same thing. I love you. I am calling you by name. You are mine. I will be with you always. Whenever or wherever you turn to me, I will be there. Sometimes you will be more aware of me than others, but do not be afraid. I am with you forever. An atheist friend once said to me, You know, I envy your faith. It must be nice to know you're loved and that there is a heaven, but there is so much evidence to the contrary. And I replied, If you really want to believe, all you need to do is ask. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Saviour Christ is the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there shall be no end. God has made us one in Christ. He has set his seal upon us and as a pledge of what is to come has given the Spirit to dwell in our hearts. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace in this new year. Let us sing.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let us pray to the Lord that he may have mercy on and protect our Queen and Royal Family, let us pray to the Lord that the people of God in all the world may worship in spirit and in truth. Let us pray to the Lord that the Church may discover again that unity which is the Father's will. Let us pray to the Lord that the nations of the earth may seek after the ways that make for peace. Let us pray to the Lord that the whole creation, groaning in travail, may be set free to enjoy the glorious liberty of the children of God. Let us pray to the Lord that those who are sick in mind, body or spirit may receive his blessing and have the courage to bear their troubles, and we name them now in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to the Lord that all who with Christ have entered the shadow of death, we pray for the repose of the soul of Carolyn Walker and all those who have departed this life to be in the nearer presence of our Lord. May they rest in peace and rise in glory.
O Lord, support us all the day long of this troubled life until the shades lengthen and the evening comes and the busy world is hushed. The fever of life is over and our work is done. Then, Lord, in your mercy, grant us a safe lodging, a holy rest and a peace at last, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, use us, unworthy as we are, to bring in your kingdom of mercy, justice, love and peace. Empower us by your Spirit and unite us in your Son, that all our joy and delight may be to serve you, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We sing our final hymn. pray that this 2021 will be for you a good year. It's going to have its challenges, we know. 
but all things are in the hand of Christ, who has revealed himself through the Magi and the people of faith we see around us today. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We say together, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Christ, the Son of God, perfect in you the image of his glory and gladden your hearts with the good news of his kingdom. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Thank you.